everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hey, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. How's your weekend so far? Uh, nothing too exciting. Uh, has been just relaxing this morning. Like finally convinced myself to roll out of bed at like nine. It's true. This it's basically like lunchtime on Saturday. So I guess you haven't really had much of a weekend. Right. I haven't. I haven't partaken in a lot of the weekend yet. Fair. Fair. That's that's fine. <laughs> You've already been busy. You've had a workout. Like <laughs> I got groceries, just adulting up a storm over here. Yeah, I don't love it. But no. I mean, I guess tomorrow for you is a write-off, whereas like I don't have family, so <laughs> <laughs> I also have to be on anti-duty this evening, so Oh um, rough. Are, yeah, babysitting some rugrats there. Are they sleeping over? I'm going to their house, so. Oh, okay. Which is a little easier because there's a significantly more toys, so. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just, like, leave and don't have to deal with the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, and then Father's Day plans for tomorrow. I'm not really sure what we're doing. My sister kind of coordinated most of it, so. Just oh, nice. got the food. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I ordered, like, my dad a gift, but obviously I did it, like, this week. So it's definitely not arriving. (laughs) I feel like I'm probably too old to admit this, but like my mom fully bought my dad's father's day gift and was like, you can just wrap it and give it to him. And I'm like, okay. You're like, thank you. Yeah. That's great. My mom like first suggested that I get my dad a Fitbit Mm. and, um, there's a very obnoxious bird outside your window. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. Like, what is wrong with it? This is my life all the time. Like, it's insane. I'll, Can I go? I'll, I'll mute while you're talking, so it's not in the background of every conversation. Producer, just mute Jill. Just mute her. Um, so, like, my mom first suggested that we get my dad a Fitbit. And then I guess she, like, ran the idea past him in a sneaky way. So, like, who knows how that was done. And it was not a selling feature. Uh, he, did not, he did not like the idea. So we moved, had to move on to gift two. Okay. Well, thank God she, uh, she investigated first. Yes. Yeah. I mean, she should have known before suggesting it, but <laughs> all good. <laughs> oh, well, what's going on this week? It's been uh, a dramatic week for, for uh, updates here. I know, specifically the coaching in the hot in NHL has been quite dramatic, uh, with the news coming out of Chicago organization. Cannot wait to see how that falls out. But um, basically, there are some allegations that have come out against a a very former um, video coach for the Blackhawks around some sexual assault uh, while he was a member of the of the Blackhawks organization in I think 2010. Yeah, it was, it it was was a while ago, but a lot of the key players that were notified are still with the Hawks organization. Yeah. Which is not great. No. 
So it essentially sounds like, and this is like the peak of the Blackhawks, like run, yeah, runs, yeah. like when they were winning Stanley Cups and everything. And so it sounds like this particular coach um, would like have players over and then basically like get them hammered and then propose like sexual acts, which like oh. we don't obviously know where what happened or what ha- no. went on with that situation. But they reported it to another member of the organization who did the right thing and like escalated it up the chain. And yeah. like someone in the Blackhawks organization like shut it down to the point where like nothing was done, addressed, action to anything. It's just awful. Like. I don't, I mean, that should not be happening to begin with, but like this player that did the right thing and like came forward and, and like typically a lot of males do not come forward with like sexual assault allegations because there's this huge stigma around it, specifically like with the male gender. So he comes forward and the coach that he tells also does the right thing. And then the organization just does nothing. Like, I don't understand. Well, and then it gets worse from that because, like, so maybe I. it sounds like he left the organization. So maybe that was, like, a, like. Parting of ways. Yeah, like, like we will we'll do this quietly, but you are, you're gone kind of thing. But then he went to work for, like, a high school program. Yeah. And did the same thing there and was caught and and charged and everything like that with it so like you probably could have stopped this before children were involved in it right right it just it'll be very interesting to see the fallout because now a lawsuit was filed um in the city of chicago so it will be very interesting to see the fallout specifically with the members that are still with the blackhawks organization including like their GM, Stan Bowman was mentioned yeah. and, and a few other people. So yeah, there'll be, um, someone will, someone will take the fall for it for sure. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to see what happens there. And and I'd be curious, like they obviously haven't disclosed who the players are, but yeah. it'd be interesting if they, they do end up speaking up because there has been like a bit more of a rise around players speaking up around that kind of thing, especially since like, uh, Sheldon Kennedy and yeah. Theron Fleury got Fleury. really, really vocal in, in their experiences when they were younger. So, um, you know, hopefully that it gives them a bit more of a space, safe space to, to speak on that. Yeah. But yeah. And just, if any other players come forward as well now that yeah. this has been filed. But, I mean, wow. Yeah. Not great. No. Um, and then in other coaching surprise news, which is like a little bit less – horrifying um right but Montreal who is still obviously in the playoffs and has now taken a 2-1 lead over Vegas there Uh, let's not talk about it uh their coach uh was tested positive for COVID just before the start of game three honestly like the Canadian government has to be in panic mode because they're probably like we lifted this quarantine regulation thinking okay like let's say 90% of Vegas's players and, and at this point like 100% of Vegas's players have had the chance to get vaccinated for like fully vaccinated for probably two and a half months or one and a half months now like and it sounds like Montreal from what I heard the coach received their second dose on June 9th so and 
that is the same time that the second dose was offered to the remaining, like the players that wanted to get it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not past the 14 day to be considered like, quote unquote, fully vaccinated. But I mean, the the Canadian government just must be like, what have we done? (laughs) Well, I mean, I would argue like they could have given vaccines sooner. So (laughs) valid point. Also, I'm like extremely salty because the like border restriction just like won't lift. And they came out in May and or I think like the end of May when they extended it the last time and we're like, okay, we're extending it this time, but like, you know, next time at least there'll be something in place for fully vaccinated Canadians come like. But I think that's being announced Monday. So I I hope it is, but I mean, it was just like another kind of disappointment (laughs) (laughs) on my scales of disappointments (laughs) that happens. Well, yeah, it was, I mean, it's interesting for sure. Like obviously had some exposure, um, everyone else tested negative. Negative. So that's kind of crazy that just, um, Ducharme was positive, but the kind of cool thing about it was, um, Luke Richardson got the chance to act as head coach and he's obviously had a pretty traumatic, um, little while with his, with his young daughter, um, committing suicide like yeah. 10 years ago as well. So, um, you know, it's his first win, first win, as, win I mean, yeah. and it was like quite a dramatic win too. Flurry yeah. made a huge gaffe at the end to allow <laughs> the Habs to tie it. And then over time, he was, was so mad. Like I just saw it cause I couldn't watch the game, but I just saw like all the, the images of him, like breaking his stick over the goalie net. And I, get it like I mean that you know at that point like you know that you gave up the the game for your team and like that's got to feel so bad and goalies I feel already have like a traumatic psyche to begin with yeah well Flurry's not you know he's not known to carry that in so I expect him to have a good game yeah. for game four here but yeah. um yeah he had a pretty big blunder and then and then it was a I mean, the, the winning goal was, was a nice one. It was a bit of an odd man rush there that probably shouldn't have happened. But some missed calls to Corey Perry got, like, his face completely rearranged with, like, with like a huge miss on the ref side of it, which was he came out to celebrate with, like, blood just running down his face. And which, like, you add into, like, the Jeff Petrie situation that they had where his eyes were, like, filled with blood. <laughs> like, they look horrifying, this I team. <laughs> Really broken down. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I saw the Corey Perry images too, and I was like, ooh, rough, 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 rough. But also he's made players look a lot worse, so, like, don't feel bad. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it was a pretty blatant um, hit and, and high stick there. So, yeah, it it should have been a call for sure. Like, the fact that it was missed was pretty bad, even in even in overtime, even in playoffs. Like, yeah. Uh, that was a that was a call for sure that shouldn't have been been let go. Other things that are going terribly are basketball picks. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> like pick the opposite of us is is what we're recommending at this point. <laughs> of what we're telling you, don't yeah. follow that. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Suns. Look, we picked the Suns. They made it through in four, so all the confidence in that. <laughs> 
I think our strategy is off here because like we had been picking by like teams we thought were good and like yeah. matchups and everything. And then the Suns we picked because like we liked Kendall Jenner's boyfriend, Devin Booker. <laughs> so maybe we just need a little bit of a pivot on uh, on who else we, you know, has a celebrity connection that we can, right. we can cheer for here. <laughs> we'll need to do like a little bit more research before going into these final matchups. But like luckily both both Eastern Conference um, games are going or um, series are going to seven games. One yeah. is today and one's tomorrow. So we'll, we'll find out who wraps that up. Um, hopefully by the end of this weekend, but not going well for us, Jill. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, not our best, not our best, but <laughs> The next round, that's where uh, where things change. Like, I think it's, is it the Clippers versus the Suns that Suns, is the only yeah. one set? So, like, I mean, like I guess. still going with the Suns. I guess we go with the Suns. Like, well, Devin Booker to the end, his, right. he's got the whole, like, yeah, I don't know. If you can take down the Lakers and LeBron James, like, I'm going to have to root for you. So, <laughs> What's one more L.A. team into the mix, right? right. So. <laughs> So I guess we'll have to make our poll like this week so that we can, so that we'll be set for next week as I assume the Eastern Conference will start up like on Monday or something like that. But yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant pulled out like a huge game for the Nets uh, on game five. So I'm sure they're hoping like he almost got 50 like points and then plus like another 10 plus assists or something. I think he was in on half of their points. Was that the game where he played literally every minute of the game too? I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they've got to be hoping that he like has another uh, explosion there basically yeah. to get them, get them through. But speaking of explosions, um, oh <laughs> <laughs> segue nailed it. <laughs> I was going to say that Cristiano Ronaldo really did a number on Coke, the, the valuation of Coca-Cola this week. In my mind, I thought it was a great segue. It's it's falling. I, I, thoroughly like, I mean, you also could have gone that he, in today's game, like made it down the entire pitch in like 15 seconds and scored a goal. So, an explosion of a different sort. But. Yes, that too. Um, they did also give up two like own goals, though. So um, he's probably going to explode in the dressing room later. But um, I did think that was like kind of funny. Like he went for his press conference after their first game, and it's sponsored by Coke, as like nearly every major international tournament is. Um, and he like removed them from the the podium and basically was like, "Don't drink soft drinks. Drink water." And But also, like, I mean, okay, like, I get that. I get promoting, obviously, like, a healthy lifestyle. You are an athlete, a professional athlete. But, like, Coke also has water products. Like, I'm pretty sure they own Dasani. (laughs) Yeah, they for sure could have, like, strategized that a little bit better. But I think it was, like, the Coca-Cola logo itself Mm. that they were promoting in this particular one. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, the like, I'm sure this wasn't just Cristiano Ronaldo's impact, but like the share prices of of Coke like dropped so much <laughs> that it was like several billion dollars, and they're like, 
in their valuation that they like lost <laughs> by like corresponding with like him like taking the like two bottles of coke from the podium and was like don't drink coke like drink water yeah. <laughs> and like he's not sponsored by like pepsi by any means or anything like that like that was like him just being like don't like drink water don't, don't, po- don't poison your body if you yeah. want to look like me basically yeah which like i mean i would still take a diet coke like any day right my guilty pleasure (laughs) i like don't drink any soft drinks and it's not even for any health purpose it's it's because of the carbonation and i remember my dad like when i was younger would try and get me to do stuff and he'd be like we can split like a sprite no this is disgusting like (laughs) don't try to bribe me with this gross oh man um anything else happening in sports not that i can think of nothing nothing super exciting other than maybe barstool sports a little bit of an upsetting uh week for them as (laughs) although not as upsetting as i thought it was gonna be but you know a full year after the whole drama with call her daddy not wanting to air episodes and and shopping around their brand and then the duo splitting up and heading into what Alex Cooper terms the single father uh season she has officially left Barstool Sports and signed a mega deal with Spotify for reportedly like 20 million dollars a year total uh, $60 million over three years, which is So insane. that's for her podcast. Yeah, for her podcast, Call Her Daddy. Yeah. It sounds like Barstool Sports will still be involved in selling merch, which I think mm-hmm. she also makes quite a bit. Obviously, not $20 million worth, but like quite a bit of money off of the merch. So they'll still be getting something out of the deal. And then Spotify, huge win for them because it's like the number one podcast and they have exclusive rights starting mid-July where it will only be aired on Spotify. So I guess their um, subscribers have like, or people who have downloaded the app has, you know, astronomically increased uh, with this announcement. Like that's the interesting part. Cause like, I don't have, I use Apple music and, and yeah. as such Apple podcast kind of thing, but you don't need to have a paid membership to listen to Spotify to no. it. And I don't know how it works uh, because if I were to just listen to music on Spotify without an account, I'd get ads once in a while. But yeah. would I get that with with the podcast in the middle of it or would it just be like at the start? And then That I don't 100% know. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really researched it. She's basically just what she's posting on her page is just like, you don't need to have a subscription. I'm not like swindling you into some Spotify subscription. You just have to have Spotify, which I assume Spotify is thinking, okay, if we get this like number one podcast, more people are going to subscribe and use Spotify music. And well, because they've, they've sold, like they've got the rights now to a couple of major yeah. podcasts. Cause I think the Dax Shepard one is exclusive yeah, there too. Expert, yeah. And is Joe Rogan? There was another, there was another one that was very, that was very big that I think was going exclusively to Spotify. So um, we're going to stay on both platforms. So don't worry wherever you listen to (laughs) our podcast. Anywhere. And also like Barstool, we are available. We are available if you want to make us the next uh, Alex Cooper situation here. (laughs) 
<laughs> like won't turn that down. Okay. No. <laughs> um, that was like, that was like far from like the least dramatic, like celebrity news though of the week. <laughs> And I feel like we need to like get to that because like I've got a lot to say about this next we situation. We do have a lot of feelings about this, and if, if you don't want to hear about it, like we suggest you just skip through probably the next fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, but we have feelings about Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> yes. So to set the stage, a few like well probably a few weeks ago at this point in time we talked about kind of how she was called out by some of the like bullying that she had done on on her social media platforms a few years ago and and she kind of like half apologized at the time said she'd reached out privately um to the people that she impacted they pushed back and were like actually no we didn't hear anything from you and Chrissy Teigen went radio silent until this week when she posted a very lengthy uh essay essentially I was like oh my god I don't have 10 minutes to read this um but you know calling herself a troll and ignorant for like how she acted and everything like that and you know the standard celebrity apology of like, I promise to learn and do better. And I'm sorry for those I hurt and I'm going to work on myself and I've had therapy and blah, blah, blah. Okay. My favorite part, let's just take a pause here. Cause my favorite part of her apology was like, she's, I've gone to therapy and I've gotten married and it's like, okay, but what does getting married have to do with you no longer being an awful human being? Like, I get that you married John Legend and he is amazing and probably can do no wrong. But I think that's why she's addressing the marriage thing is because John Legend has been getting some some flack about not speaking up as well and not condemning that like, you know, she apologized or whatever, but he was silent. And like, I think the expectation wasn't not to like pile onto his wife. Like, obviously like that's not what was going to happen, but he probably should have been like, you know, yeah, like she's apologized. She's really going through a hard time. Like he could have, he could have like casually dropped in like a supportive comment yeah. or like or it acknowledges. dealing with this privately, like just let it be. Um, I mean, personally in my mind, like I love John Legend <laughs> So maybe that's why she threw it in because she's like, people will remember like I married him. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a weird thing to include in your apology message because in my mind, like you getting married doesn't change the type <laughs> of person that you are. <laughs> you just trick someone. <laughs> right. You just trick someone into not reading your troll DMs where you're telling people to like commit suicide. Yeah. So after she pushed this, this apology essay out, the, this designer, uh, Michael Costello, who was on Project uh, Runway, Project One Runway, he, he might have won at some point, but like that's where I think he got his quote unquote fame. Yeah, so he pipes up and is like, "I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm going to say something." And it, you know, Chrissy was, um, you know, horrible to me as well, and you know, was was really negative and you know, sent me all of these, these DMs and these messages about like basically the same theme of like, you're a horrible human being, like, you know, do something about it kind of thing. Um, and so he publishes these, these pictures of these DMs DMs. and then, I mean, not over yet. When you think that that's that's the end, we still have like two more parts. Two more parts. So the outrage is back. Chrissy, you're horrible. How could you do this? How could you treat him that way kind of thing? Then the next, like, (laughs) 
no longer relevant celebrity gets involved, Leona Lewis, who was like, I think she won British American Idol or whatever their uh, version yeah, of that um, was. Probably like X Factor. That was yeah. like their uh, that was like their big one, but she did, and then she came out with the um smash hit Bleeding Love. Bang and bang and hit. Absolutely. Like still number one to this day. Like there will be nothing more upsetting than that song. Right? Like am I still allowed to listen to it after she's gotten involved here because like so good. <laughs> But then she starts piling on to Michael Costello and is like, hold up, you're a bully. You wouldn't let me wear your dress because I'm not sample size. And like, basically, like, I showed up to right. your your fashion show. and Which I was, was for also, charity, by the way. Like, charity. not even to show off, like, not even. Yeah, like, it wasn't New York Fashion Week. week. <laughs> it was like a charity event, okay? Yeah. Like, you could dress anybody. Any celebrity is going to sell tickets for a charity event. And at that point, like when she was doing it, she was probably very, I mean, very well known, probably more well known than she is right now. But yeah. And so she is like, you wouldn't like, you wouldn't provide a dress that wasn't sample size. And like, she's not big by any means. She's probably a size two. And like, he had a size zero essentially. And like, she's like, you refuse to, um, to alter anything, things like that. So like, then now I'm, now I'm there and people are wondering why I'm not like walking in the fashion show and everything. She's like, I'm not to lie about it. It was uncomfortable. And like, you know, so you should maybe be quiet about Chrissy bullying you because you did the same thing to me. And she did speak up and say like, you know, I know what Chrissy did was, was wrong. Right, um, right. Like let's, you know, try to move forward and, and all grow together kind of thing. Exactly. Like let her have her peace. And, and Leona Lewis, I will say is not the only person that spoke out against Michael Costello. And there was, Maybe not like famous relevant people, but um, per my well, TikTok research, Lala was- Lala Kent, maybe that oh, she wouldn't. Yeah. That she wanted Vanderpump? like a, maybe whatever her name is. She wanted a dress, a wedding dress, maybe, and he wouldn't do it. I and because she wasn't a big just, enough celebrity, I think. Which is so stupid because, like, I, I mean, that show has like quite a lot of viewers, and yeah. she's also marrying. Um, the Hollywood producer slash director who got in the huge argument with 50 Cent. <laughs> I might need to fact check that that's who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, okay, yeah. well. Oh, no, it'll be on the corrections list for later. <laughs> corrections corner. So, so no, we're not, we're not done yet, though. The no, situation no, has done. continued to evolve. So, so Costello pushes back on Leona Lewis and is like, if that's the case, like, how come you're still sending me messages later on? Your team is still asking for like outfits and, and dresses and things like that to wear to different events. And he starts publishing screenshots and things like that of like these, these conversations, which like dude keeps a DM apparently. Oh, um, like he has receipts. Yeah. <laughs> also, it was Lala Kent. Okay, good. It, so. Thank God. God, I only have a few things that are wrong then. <laughs> Um, so, so anyways, like there really wasn't much back and forth on that one kind of thing, but he was just like, actually like, no, like you still seem to want to wear my stuff even after this alleged bullying size situation. So then (laughs) I feel like I'm telling like this really dramatic story. I mean, it's dramatic because every day there was something new. (laughs) So then all of a sudden people start noticing like, Hey, these like screenshots of these DMS between like the Costello Instagram and Chrissy Teigen's Instagram, like don't really seem to 
like match up kind of thing and realize like, like Chrissy's account wasn't verified in it. Um, the, the Instagram like display, like things like it has like the video chat, which like only apparently came out in 2018. And these messages are from like, well before that. So like, this has been extremely doctored (laughs) and like by not the best Photoshop person, like, and um so someone better if you are going to try and take down Chrissy Teigen like whatever she did in the past like hire somebody better because that's not gonna fly because she's now come out with another statement basically being like like a legal statement yeah yeah basically being like if you're gonna yeah try to take me down like you better you better those receipts like better not be fabricated kind of thing she said like this will go to court yeah (laughs) Because she was saying, like, she's like, if I was so horrible to you, then you were sending me messages later on being like, I like your outfit or like nice lipstick. And so she's got the DMs of that happening kind of thing. Yeah. And like, and where she was trying to work with him or he was trying to work with her or one of the two things. Yeah. So she was saying the exact same thing as Leona Lewis being like, why were you trying to dress me? Or she was like, I, or like, if I thought you were a horrible person, like I ordered some of your dresses that then I didn't select, but like yeah. I still I tried. wanted them as some of my options. Yeah. So like now I feel like the original intent started with like Costello, like maybe feeling he could get some, yeah. some clout or like, you know, some recognition, some fame here kind of thing. And like, obviously I don't feel that all of these DMs post the alleged incident, like the, you know, the nice lipstick or this is, you know, great pitch or whatever that he's commenting kind of thing. I feel like that was done by interns. I don't think that Michael Cassell was actually doing that. We all comprehend that none of these celebrities are running their own accounts, right? Like that's, that's not a thing. (laughs) So like the poor intern who like, you know, is probably now in the running with like HBO Max's intern who had a major (laughs) script this week too, but like, which like sidebar on that. I don't know if you saw that situation, but I have not. But there I'm was sure. like an there was an intern for HBO Max who like sent out a email to all of their subscribers that was essentially blank. Like it was like an error. And oh, so I did receive this yeah. email and I just deleted it. And it said like integration test one or something like that. Yeah, like that's what it said. So it was it turned into like this really sweet thing because like the HBO Max social media account basically was like oops, like you may have received an email from us just to ignore it kind of thing. And then like, haha, it actually was the intern, which is like the joke that everyone makes when, when something happens. But then yeah, all right. these people started sharing like stories of like when they were interns and they like screwed up and Monica Lewinsky posted. Oh and she's, like, she's like, don't worry, like it'll pass. I would just maybe recommend not wearing a beret for a while. <laughs> Which I thought was so good. That's like, um, like good for her. Just taking the, like, just owning her owning place that. in history. But yes, that was my sidebar. So, um, okay. yes the the interns uh, the interns are running wild this week here, They're running amok. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's got to be an intern that's commenting, and like the poor intern that Chrissy Teigen hired to go through, like, she probably made this person set up an Instagram account, follow only Chrissy Teigen and Michael Costello, and then go through every single one of Chrissy Teigen's posts and write down 
all the ones he liked and all the ones he commented on and the exact comment that he said and probably like screenshot them. And that would have been a job for like probably a week. That's why it's taken them so long to get these statements out. (laughs) She's like, listen, I've had someone working in the background, not only on my apology essay. I couldn't pay them overtime. I didn't, my target line got canceled. So like, I'm not exactly flush with cash right now. John hasn't released a new album in, in a year. John's <laughs> locked in the basement, like writing as fast as he can so he can release another <laughs> All of Me. Because like, <laughs> he did just have an album, just not that good. No. no. Right, right. He did. <laughs> but it was not great. Yeah. The voice isn't starting for a little bit longer. Like, okay. like the cash flow is low right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what her, uh, I don't think she'll be coming back on that, like, karaoke show no, that she and was I on. Think there's some other show that she was supposed to host as well that she stepped away from. She was going to be in um, Celebrity. Mindy Kaling's uh, Netflix, like, I think the Never Have I Ever show. Oh, yes. Thank you. That is yeah. it. I assumed yeah. it was a game show because yeah. Never Have I Ever is a game. Yeah. Um, it's actually a cute show. I would I would recommend it. But okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, not even done. So, I'm sure there's probably more no. updates to come as this – we're it's Saturday today and we won't release this till Tuesday. So, um, the drama is real over there. And, like, okay, this is also what puzzles me and makes me think even more that it's fake and I just had this thought is, like, he – would have come like had anything actually happened he would have come out when the first person like when uh courtney stoned or whatever her name yeah. is came out and because that's when like a few other people spoke up and was like yeah this she okay maybe didn't say the same things but was also like trolling me Wouldn't i don't you know come if- out then <laughs> Well, did other people really speak up on it or was it just like people found? Because like I think Lindsay Lohan was one that she like bullied yeah. pretty good too. But Lindsay didn't say anything because like no, she's too big of a celebrity like, to wade into that kind of thing. Like, But people noticed <laughs> that there was comments too. Lindsay Lohan. And there was one. There was. Oh, sweet Lindsay. I think she's <laughs> making a comeback. She's supposed to be in a movie or something. Yeah. Or TV well, show coming yeah. out. Yeah, it's like, I can think we just so. go back to the Freaky Friday days where you didn't have like a plastic face? <laughs> I need another Mean Girls here. Like, I mean, I quote it daily, I so like, I just movie. need a few more. <laughs> Something mean else for my vocabulary. Too, yeah. <laughs> um, which actually, I think they did make a Mean Girls too, but like, obviously not with her in it. Um, there was someone else that I thought, and maybe they didn't come out, but people just found the comments. Um. But I can't think of who it is right now. I'm Googling um, who was bullied by Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, hopefully this isn't a long list here. <laughs> I know. It really, it does. It's, yeah, it's, I was looking for just like some bullet points, but like. It's, it's, but no one's, no one's giving that to you? No, it's mostly like Chris, the Courtney Stodden one is, and then like everything is the Michael Costello news oh yeah because it's like the most recent yeah Um, exactly the only other like kind of pop culture news that came out was some stuff around so the keeping up with the kardashians reunion part one aired thursday night yep um i did not watch it but there's been 
kind of some articles that have came out about it, mostly about the Chris Humphreys um, wedding that occurred, the 72 day marriage. Yes. Um, And like how Kim has basically said she didn't want to go through and she went through it because of the show. And, you know, Chris, Chris Jenner tried to basically Sopranos it tried to talk her out of it like the night before the rehearsal dinner and Kim's like no we're filming this people will think I'm an idiot if I don't go through with it it's like okay because the 72 day marriage went so much better I just like that's almost the weird part is like if you were filming this and you were saying all of this on camera like he was he was gonna watch it at some point in time so like best case scenario is like maybe you were able to salvage the marriage kind of thing right. but then like what was going to happen when he saw that like, <laughs> when he was like "Ooh, you didn't seem very into it yeah like and then i guess okay so this was like the biggest thing for me because there's been a few things recently that have come out where it appears people are just um forgetting that kim kardashian was married prior to chris humphreys so I don't know if we there was some memo where we were all just supposed to know that marriage didn't exist. But she said, I guess in the reunion, like, Chris wanted to annul the, the marriage and I pushed for divorce. But like, I wish that I pushed to annul now because I only wanted one, one marriage. I was like, hmm. Well, Chris Jenner has now worked. You've had three. Chris Jenner has worked very hard to remove all traces of that first marriage. So, <laughs> so like um, that's okay. That's what we're going with is yes. that they just think that everyone is going to forget about that one. Absolutely, Which, it was like Kim did because she was on ecstasy. It was pre-fame, really, so, so it, it doesn't, doesn't count. count. Um, so she only wanted one famous marriage. <laughs> so she has. Gotcha. Now she has two. Yes. How, un- how unfortunate. How unfortunate. Um, well, otherwise, I think the like biggest excitement of the last day was um, the final or the next chapter in the re-recordings of, of T-Swift. Yep. Everyone was guessing it was going to be 1989. And then she hits us with red. Like which... I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that one. No. I- no, I needed, I was, I needed the pop, you know, you know me in the pop. <laughs> yes, you're ready for the pop phase, for us to enter the pop phase, which there's really only two albums, because like, Lover's not going to be re-recorded, no. and Reputation is still under um, hold by whatever his face is. Yeah, um, but like, she could record, like this, Red's not coming out till November, and that's when she's allowed to re-record oh, Reputation. Okay, so like, like, Jill... <laughs> It's throwing the timelines way off here. Yes. But she's releasing 30 songs, which is like... I know. I think double, right? Like what Red originally was. No, Red was a really long album. I think Uh, it had had 20 songs originally. But it had like a demo recording, which like you can't really re-record a demo. Yeah. And then it had um, an acoustic state of grace. And and so maybe that one counts, maybe not. So like 18 to 19 songs. All um, I care about is the 10 minute all too well. Like that, give that to me immediately. So I'm imagining that she probably puts the like regular all too well on there and the, 10, the minute. 10 minute. Yeah. Which honestly, not it's upset fine. by it. No, 
absolutely not. Um, but I have been loving my TikToks right now where it's like just everyone joking about Jake Gyllenhaal, like thought he was going for like casual summer. And then it's like, boom, (laughs) where's the scarf, Jake? Where's the scarf? (laughs) I've seen a bunch where it's like people like, and, and I think they actually probably DM them, but they've added like Joe Jonas and Jake Gyllenhaal into like an Instagram DM. And it's like, hey, Joe, Jake wants to reach out to get some ideas for how to deal with the re-release. We'll be adding John and Kanye when their time comes. And Harry. <laughs> oh, yeah, Harry. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then, okay. I mean, I'm sure this was not by happenstance, but she did release this announcement on Scooter Braun's birthday. Oh, thousand percent. You think she needed to tell us she was releasing Red five months in advance? No, No, absolutely not. (laughs) So, you know, well played, Taylor. Well played. the, The girl, the girl lives for Petty and I love it. 100%. So good. I mean, it sucks that we have to wait five months because, like, I'm not patient enough for that. So hopefully she releases, like, a few of the recordings. Also, what I didn't know, and I think I sent to you on a TikTok, but The Wildest Dreams, like, whatever movie that song is in, Jake Gyllenhaal is in that movie, which is just also another level of petty, and I'm here for it. So good. Well, I listened to I listened to the whole Red album last night while I was while I was reading because I've been on like a big reading kick right now. Yes, we have so, been. <laughs> um, so, like, I will say, you know, the nice part about it not being the pop albums is like it's a little bit more mellow to read too. So and you don't have to like scream and dance around exactly, <laughs> which is what I typically do when I'm listening to 1989 or Reputation. So, wait, did you finish the Sloan book? Yep, I did. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah. I've got some work to do. Yeah. Like, so just so like no one thinks that we're like reading intelligent stories. (laughs) I just want to clear that up that um, we're in like a rom-com. Young adult phase. Young adult phase, basically. So if you have any recommendations in that genre, please let us know because we are ripping through these books here. Yes. And Um, also we will be turning our TikTok into a book talk for... Yeah. The foreseeable future. You're welcome. Um, I think the one that we do want to recommend everyone read is The Hating Game. Yes. Um, and that is actually being made into a movie. So, like, we can talk about it when it comes out. But it's going to yeah. have... Um, Lucy Hale. Uh, Lucy Hale in it. Yeah. So And the guy was supposed to be Robbie Amal, which, like, honestly... I know. But unfortunately, he had to drop out because it was supposed to shoot sooner. But then the pandemic happened. So he had, like, a scheduling, scheduling conflict... Problem rude but um i guess we'll live <laughs> yeah and then we moved on to the friend zone series um series. and that book one you know, great book one great but two um you know like the the normal dip that you'd expect kind of thing but still still f- polish that off in a day so, <laughs> so um yeah also like don't compare yourself to jill's reading standard because no, it's you unfair can't, you can't ad- attain that okay yeah. i've tried and it yeah. doesn't work it's um I don't remember anything I read ever uh, in one year and out the other. Absolutely. But I can, I can tear through a book pretty quick here. Yes. So book recommendations we need. Yes. Nothing um, that will make us think we don't like that. No, I don't want to be educated when I'm reading. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) 
anything else to wrap us up here? No, I think that's all. Alrighty. Well, I'm going to head back to my books. <laughs> yeah, same here. I have to catch up, apparently. Yikes. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.